This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. (laughs) We're never going to get it together. (laughs) We've made it. It's pastry week. Hello. Finally. Last week I was just saying, when is it going to... Well, actually I wanted it to be patisserie week, but I will take pastry week. What is this? The quarterfinals? Yes. So there's... Two more episodes after this left. This is so weird. It goes so fast. It does go so fast. So I have to start out because I laughed so hard. You posted on our Instagram last night. You were like, what are your thoughts about this episode? And everyone's comments made me laugh so hard. So I just want to read a few. And I'm going to try not to like do a spoiler because obviously if you're listening to this, you've probably watched it already. But it was really funny because everyone's like, spring rolls? What the fudge? Why can't these bakers actually bake? Brutal judging that I never want to be a part of Pastry Week on Great British Bake Off ever. What a rough week. Spring rolls? Really? And I was so sad for Maxi, but mostly relieved about Sandro and Janusz. <laughs> and what is going on with Prue's necklace? <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> really surprised. Tough week. Where did the eighth spring roll go? <laughs> Oh, man, I didn't want to eat any of it. That's bad. (laughs) It was a rough week, you guys. It was a rough, It was a rough week. week. A rough, a rough, puff week. A rough, puff week. I also want to start by shouting out to Noel's boots in the opener. Very cool. I noticed those immediately. Great. Great job, Noel. Great job, Noel. I appreciated the the wholesome opening. It was like a wholesome joke there. You know, I liked it. With going off of nothing other than the opening credits, I watched this with Brandon. And he, he was like, as the bakers are walking into the tent, he goes, Sandro or Maxi is going home. Abdul is safe. I was like, <laughs> oh, based on that, just pure instinct. That's just what Brandon called. the confidence the be- they bring. Yes. Yeah. I think somebody in the comments actually said, like, Maxi's starting to crack. <laughs> so sad Maxi went home, but she did not do well. Also, why was Shabir so upset? <laughs> we'll get to all of this, but it was just so funny. Um Kind of seems like it's Shabira and then everyone else. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. But everyone's like, yeah, someone's like, something's going on with Maxie. She's going to leave, but she's starting to crack. Anyway. All right. Well, here we go. So this week, Pastry Week, the signature. First of all, I loved the intro to the signature when Matt is like, Noel, when do you think of a party? What do you think of? And Noel was like, oh, Evil Knievel are drinking Prosecco out of Evil Knievel's chest beard and like gives off this whole like most ridiculous like mid-1960s crazy Vegas party, like just rattles it off. It's like uh, David Bowie's there and who somebody like rides in on a white horse and Matt's like, that's right. <laughs> Volavants. <laughs> I laughed. It was a good one. So they need to make 12 sweet volavants. They need to use a flaky rough puff pastry. They can do a filling of your choice. They have two hours. Volavants apparently are traditionally savory. These are like, imagine like a mini quiche. That's the effectively the um, what we're going for with a volavant, except this one has to be sweet. They're looking for lamination, crisp pastry, they want a light filling with lots of flavor. Prue says they are they want nothing but perfection. And she also says Paul and I are going to be really ruthless. Like they are out for blood this week and it comes through. There are lots of elements to this. The thing that's tricky about this is, well, of many things, because pastry is tricky, is that 
everything needs to be the right temperature when it's assembled. Otherwise, it will like if the filling's too hot, it'll soak into the pastry. If the pastry isn't cooled down enough, it will just be melty. Pastry is tricky. We've talked about the the butter temperature situation before. That's what's going on here. You don't want your butter to melt. So starting with Shabira, her volavant is called Citrus Dreams, which sounds like a Bath and Body Works scent. It really does. And also, I want to say that I had a shirt exactly like hers when I was in my 20s. (laughs) I was like, ooh, we have the same taste. It is going to be her pastry is going to be filled with orange mandarin cream cheese with a hint of clove and cardamom. These flavors sound good. I feel like she is has done what we have advised her to do, which is just like come back towards the line just a little bit with her flavors. You can still have powerful, bold flavors, yes. but just like you go with some tried and true combinations. Right. Exactly. Abdul, he starts out by saying he prefers volivants without the rise, which is a red flag. But his are going to be dipped in chocolate, topped with strawberries, and other berries and with a coconut creme pat inside. Reminder that creme pat is just English for custard. Janish is going to, his are going to be strawberries and cream. It's going to be a creme pat filling with a summer fruit liqueur glaze. And he's so funny because in the last week, you know, his creme pat or his custard was way too gloppy. And so they're like, what are you going to do if your creme pat is gloppy? And he's like, I'm going to just put cream in. And he'll like, know that the creme pat was gloppy. If, it, if you show up and it has cream in it, whipped cream, uh, you'll know my crumb pat was gloppy. And it's funny because his station is right in front of Maxi. And so halfway through his bake, he like turns around and is like, hey, Maxi, can you try this? Is it gloopy? Yeah. And she tries it and she's like, it's on the thicker side. And I'm like, does Janusz have no custard? Set? Like, <laughs> Is he like colorblind to custard gloppiness? He yeah. can't judge it for himself. Maybe he can't. Maybe he's just like, I don't think this is gloopy, but I would need someone yeah. else. Yeah. He's double and triple checking, which is fine. I appreciate that. Which is great. Maxi starts off by saying she's using room temperature butter, which feels like a red flag, with bread flour, which may be another red flag. Mm -hmm. It's going to be filled with Chantilly cream, cloudberry, and gooseberry jam, which sound like made-up berries. We don't have either of those berries in the U.S. I've maybe heard of gooseberry, but I've definitely never heard of cloudberry. Snozberry. sound like schnozberries. Snozberry. Snozberries taste like (laughs) schnozberries. Who's ever heard of a snozberry? Right. Sorry. That's how I felt. It was like a cloudberry. Please tell us what these taste like. Um, And they're going to have elderflower soaked berries on top. I also lo- I love elderflower. Just as a fun tip about Claire. Don't you have an elderberry something tattoo? What is your... <laughs> I feel like you have some like your flower tattoo. No. Maybe that I have just... blackberries. Okay. Yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> Close uh, enough. I, c- I could do elderberries. Okay. Sandro, his he's like, I'm going big. I'm coating my dough with sugar. He's making a key lime cheesecake volivant. This is another strategic decision. He's like, I want that handshake and I'm going to get it with my key lime. So bad. So bad. So bad. He's trying very hard, so hard that he forgets to turn on his oven. Yep. Everyone knows Paul loves key lime pie. So that's what he's going for. It's going to be a lime creme pat with lime jam and ginger biscuits. He forgets to turn his oven on, but he is wearing leather pants. So, I mean, I just feel like Sandro somehow looks more buff. And in shape, oh, yeah. as the season continues, it's almost like he's probably working out really hard to balance his stress. He looks I feel great. like Sandro <laughs> is the first thing, is like the closest thing to an American reality show competitor that we've ever mm-hmm. had on the Bake Off because he's so like outwardly competitive. Yes. Whereas everyone else is always just like, la, 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 I'm making, and like like Janusz calls his all his creations his babies. Right. He's my <laughs> favorite thing about Janusz. Abdul. Oh, okay. So that's everyone. Sorry, I didn't even realize you're at the end because they're only down to five bakers. So going to the judging. Abdul's first. They're way too flat and pale. 
the butter all leaked out. He's like, it's the first time it's happened. And I'm like, is it, Abdul? Because you already said you like flat volivants. <laughs> and the chocolate solidified. Is it really Abdul? Is it? <laughs> it's too many flavors. He does not do well. Sandro, the biscuit is a little bit burnt. The volivants are too low. They're overbaked, which is ironic because he didn't turn on his oven. So I think probably what happened is he like cranked up the heat and cooked them too fast. That's my guess. The flavor is amazing, but he does not nail it at all because his the pastry, which is really what they're judging on, is messy because he was too rushed with his oven not being turned on. At the end of this challenge, he's like, if I had just gotten the pastry right, I would have gotten that handshake. And I'm like, that's a huge element, Sandro. That's like saying like, well, if everything had gone differently, I would have won. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Yanish, his are a bit uneven and a bit pale. They're like, "What? Ha- how was your creme pat? And he's like, what creme pat? Creme pat never happened. So he went straight to just whipped cream. But it's a little raw inside. It's boring, says Paul. And they say, it's a shame, which, oof, that line. Oh, when they say it's a shame, it just, it's kind of, it's that same, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Maxis are irregular on everything. They're all different sizes, all different heights, all different doneness. They're messy looking, dry, flat, underbaked, raw at the bottom. They like the flavor. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to be, I think they're trying to throw her a little bit because poor Maxie, I, yeah. I feel like she's just like, I want to give her a she's hug so bad. Frazzled. She just, yeah. she's like you that can, she quiet. She just looks deflated. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it was a rough week for her. They're being brutal and they're judging, but people really struggled. Shabira, last but not least. They look good in uniform. They have a good height. They're a tiny bit undercooked. They say two minutes away from being perfect. Prue loves all the elements. She's really the only one who doesn't have any major critiques. So good job, Shabira. I mean, coming out of this, everyone is everyone struggled except for Shabira, which is surprising because this should be something that I mean, you this is an advanced baking skill for sure, but right. it's not like something you've never made before, potentially. This is like a well-known Right. Especially if you're coming on to the show, pretty sure you know how to do this. So I'm kind of surprised everyone struggled so much. Which I wonder how much just nerves play into going into the finals, semifinals, quarterfinals. (laughs) Like, I feel like when you get to the point of that psychological messiness, I'm sure the nervousness. I guess in the past we haven't seen this. Like, the quarterfinals in the past, if you had had this a couple seasons ago, I don't know. It feels like this particular week was like, wow, these guys really do not... Could not yeah. figure it out. Yeah. So going into the technical, first of all, I did not even interact whatsoever with last week's technical. So what crime, Pat? This week's technical, the, the clue is that they are have 29 ingredients and they have to get the balance right. And I'm like, what on earth could they be making? They are making eight spring rolls, which in the US, this is what we would call an egg roll mm-hmm. with the fried outside. Whereas like for us, a spring roll, what I know to be spring rolls are wrapped in rice paper. Yes. Egg rolls are like this fried thing. Right. So whatever. But they want them fried to crispy perfection. They want a crispy, thin pastry, good balance in the filling. And they don't want too many big bubbles in the dough. Apparently, it has something to do with the balance of the water in the dough. And if even though they're fried, they should be smooth with just tiny bubbles. And that will show that you instinctively added the correct amount of water to your dough. My first thought is like, Shabira's going to nail this. That's but what also I that she does not do well that well in technicals typically. So this feels like more of a cooking challenge again. Yes. If you're looking for the balance and the flavors, you're talking about cooking. Yeah, which she's great at, and she masters yeah, that. So I was th- I was thinking the same thing as far as technical technique. I was like, she's right. got this. Maxie's already getting flustered, and it goes so fast. They, what I don't think I wrote it down, but I think they only had like an hour and a half 
which is yeah, not two that hours. much time with this not many ingredients. Time. Yeah, so many ingredients, lots of steps. They have to make their own dough, then they have to fry it. Like there's a lot going on. Um, Yanish, as he puts his little guys into the oil, says bye bye babies, which I just love him. <laughs> bye bye babies. He's so good. He's so cute. Bye bye babies. Bye bye babies. In general, the whole thing is just so rushed. They do a couple cuts of people like not really being sure what to do, like what the different ingredients are. These are ingredients that people have don't like cook with all that often. Abdul like just throws in a huge bowl full of whole mushrooms and then he looks at it and he's like, I should cut those up and take some back. <laughs> so, you know, that was good instinct on his on his part. Great instinct, yeah. <laughs> the big mystery of this technical is that Yanish they get to his judging and they're like, there's only seven. Why are there only seven? And and his eyes get so white and he's like, he what the like hell? freaks I made out. He's eight. like, what happened? See, I made eight and only seven were on the plate. Like, what happened? So there's a mystery of the missing spring roll. Is there a ghost or did it just like fall to the bottom right. of the fryer? It's in the bottom of his air fryer, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? So in last place is Maxi. Hers are really small. And there's not enough filling. Shabira is second from last, which I was surprised by. Very But they're a little undercooked. They have good filling and good flavor, but they're undercooked. Abdul's right in the middle. They're crispy, but his air holes were too big and he used too much mushroom. Air holes. (laughs) Gotta watch those air holes. Bubbles, I guess they're called. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Gotta watch those air holes. Second from last, or second from second place is Yanish. He did really well, but again, the mystery of the missing egg spring roll. And then in first place is Sandro. They're decently crisp. Nice thin pastry. Good filling. He does really well. I think he was really excited about that. Yeah. Because he has he won a technical yet? I think so. I think he has. I'd have to go back and look. But yeah, he was he was he needed that. He needed that. You can't wear leather pants and just not go home with a a power outfit for sure. You really did. So I could see myself making those. I don't have a deep fat fryer though. We've run into this. We've run into this before, like with donuts and like. Yeah. (laughs) Where you're like, I don't want to buy a deep fat fryer just to do a technical. Right. I could see myself maybe making volivants though. I do love puff pastry, so we'll see. I have an air fryer. I don't feel like that would be the same when you're working with. Probably not. (laughs) You could try it. I could try. The showstopper is a 3D pie scene. Maybe I'll make a 3D pie scene. Ooh, I Inspired could see you doing your, that. You're yeah, such a pie maker. It. Yeah, there you go. I do love pie making. Inspired by your favorite childhood story or nursery rhyme, it can be sweet or savory, and you need at least eight pies. They need to be shaped and beautifully decorated. They only have four hours, which is not a lot of time to bake eight pies. I mean, some of these pies are tiny, but still. That's insane. The star of the show has to be the crust. They want a good, thin, crisp pastry. They don't want any soggy bottoms, but it also can't be too stiff, and they want a beautiful flavor that packs a punch. Paul says, I want to see baking Nirvana. Nirvana. No pressure bakers. Okay. If you were going to do this challenge, what do you think you would make? Gosh. Oh, I always hate these questions because I'm like, I have no idea. What was your favorite like like a book when you were growing up? What did you read all the time? Um, I always read this book about a fish. I think it was like called Billy and the Fish. So I'd probably do like some pond with like maybe something shaped like a fish. I don't know. Something water scened pools with fish. Okay, great. Maybe a boat. Throw a boat in there. Ooh, good idea. I think I would either do Dr. Seuss. You could have a lot to work with there. Or uh, Mr. Toad and Mr. Frog. Toad, not Mr. Frog and Toad. Frog and Toad are friends. That's what it's called. Frog and Toad are friends. Frog and Toad are friends. Miles Miles is just getting into Frog and Toad are friends and Evie. And it's like, first of all, it's very cottagecore, but it's like 
so relaxing. I love reading those stories. So I probably do Frog and Toto friends. Abdul is making Treasure Island, which I thought was cute. He's going to have curry pies in short crust pastry and an apple blackberry pie in sweet short crust pastry. He's making an island out of the apple and blackberry pie. And then his other curry pies are going to be a pirate ship, a boat, a chest, and an octopus. Shabira is doing Jack and the Beanstalk. She's using hot oil pastry, which is apparently a Malaysian pastry that's similar to hot water crust, but it's hot oil instead. Sounds delicious. It's going to be a two-tiered structure with Jack, a giant, a castle, and a beanstalk. And it's going to have a traditional Malaysian chicken filling. Maxie is doing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. She's going to make a phyllo pastry globe and then use short short crust pastry to make stars with a spicy chicken filling. They're not confident she can name the, nail the phyllo. And if you guys don't know what phyllo pastry is, imagine baklava. The casing of baklava is phyllo pastry. It's super thin, really papery and flaky, like crumbly, really like almost like tissue paper. Very hard, very tricky to make. You're like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that this amount of time. Yeah, they kind of just start out of the gate with Maxie. Like, are you sure you can do this? You didn't do well last week. Like, you really need to bring it this week. Are you sure? Are you sure? You didn't do well yesterday, yeah. Way to boost her up before she goes into this, guys. But at the same time, like, I think they were right to be like, "Uh, really? You're kind of, this is the challenge. And maybe you should just stick with some short crust pastry. We didn't ask you for phyllo dough. Janish is, his is inspired by his sausage dog. He's doing a take on the hungry caterpillar with a very hungry sausage dog. So cute. A sausage dog? (laughs) It's going to be a picnic scene with elaborate tree and all the different snacks, like the different caterpillar, things the caterpillar ate, all shaped pies with different meat fillings. Sandro is also doing the very hungry caterpillar, but his centerpiece, instead of being the tree, is going to be the caterpillar. And all of he'll have all the different things that he eat that the caterpillar eats. You know, like the plum will be shaped like the plum, the apple will be shaped like the apple. He's making 16 pies. Why, Sandro? Just like it's always, Sandro always does he's that. Going, he's doing he too much. He did that last time, right? He did like that. He did that last time. He did Halloween like, week. Yeah. yeah. Right. He made like a life size, like a child size three cherry cake last week. The week before, he did twice as many things in his Halloween lantern than he needed to do. You need to learn from your mistakes, Sandro. Sandro. Stop overextending yourself. Yeah. Someone said in the comments, they were like, Sandro was trying so hard to get a handshake this week that he almost went home. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Exactly. He flew too close to the sun. There's so much going on with this. People have pages and pages of instructions and the decorating is insane. When you have that many elements you have to make and they all have to be like slightly different, it's crazy the things that people are doing. And there's so much, like so much could go wrong. I am surprised this week that we don't end up having a leaky pie situation. Like anytime they make like a big meat pie, you always have somebody who's leaking. Not yep. the case this week. If anything, it was the other direction. People's stuff was a little dry, but we'll get to that. Again, I just love how Yanish talks to his little creations. Like he just has a little cute com- – like he talks to them like a little – like he uses the dog voice to talk to his pies. It's so favorite. great, which I think actually works. It's kind of like – I wonder if it's the same as talking to your flowers to make them grow. Where you're like, yeah. come on, babies. <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right. So first up in the judging is Yanish. He His fish pie – they start with, and it, the salmon is good. The pastry is okay. The dog's head, which is filled with sausage, is decent, a little dry. And then the last one, the meat is good. He also has an apple pie that is lovely but a bit dry. The flavors are good overall. Something, Some of them are just a little bit too dry. So he doesn't hit it out of the park, but it's a, not a flop. And it looks pretty cute. Like the the tree and the all like the things and the dog, they come it comes across. It's not his best decorating, I don't think, but when you're working with pastry dough, you know, it's got it's tough to shape that stuff and actually get it to look conceptual. 
Abdul's is a bit rough. The curry flavor is amazing. And they don't even say anything about his crust on that one. So I was like, uh, guys, is this a curry challenge? But whatever. The crumble, the, the main like island pie is delicious. He does pretty well. Sandro, his caterpillar is okay, but there's too much filling and it's dry. The bottom is raw. The cherries in one of the other pies are too tough. I think like it looks okay, but the bakes are, again, like he just tried to do he too much and he wasn't able much. to focus. Yes. I felt so bad for him because it was Paul, like not great yeah. feedback. No, Paul says you've lost your way. Oh, Oof. Knife in the heart. Maxie, her globe has lost its way, they say. The stars are cute, but the filling is a little dense, but the globe is undercooked and not flaky. She also makes some clouds out of short pastry, which they like that pastry. I think she does like very okay. The stars and the clouds kind of save her, but the centerpiece that was supposed to be the phyllo dough and supposed to really wow them completely falls flat. Yeah, they were right about it. They were questioning and they were correct. I don't know if she's done enough to save herself because from coming from coming last in the technical and doing so poorly in the signature, she really needed to do super well in the showstopper. And while she didn't totally flop, she definitely, this was not a win. Again, Shabira is up last. They say that she has figured it out and used this bulletproof pastry. It's really good. It's flaky, great flavor. The pastry is buttery. The inside is sp- spicy and luscious. They say it's unctuous, unctuous, unctuous. I don't use that word ever, but it, I don't know why. It just like makes me feel weird. When I, I don't say either. It. I had to look it up. What does it? What does it mean? Excessively or ingratiatingly flattering, oily. In context, it says he seemed anxious to please, but not in an unctuous way. The second definition is having a greasy or soapy feel. <laughs> I think when it refers to food, it's talking about it being like really, really rich. Yeah, it says like, what buttery. does unctuous mean in food? Oily. <laughs> mm. And I so think in a good way, go. <laughs> which makes sense because it's a hot oil pastry, but they love it. She does amazing. Uh, so I think obviously, even though Shabira came in second from last in the technical, I think obviously she's going to be star baker. She is the only one who nailed the signature. She's the only one who nailed the showstopper. I think they're going to forgive her for her. You know, she didn't flop this, the technical right. by any means. I think Maxie's probably going home in the final judging debrief. They also say Sandra's at the bottom. And I'm like, Brandon, you jinxed these poor bakers. Yep. It was all so Brandon's guys, fault. I'm sorry. It was all Brandon's fault. So in the end, Shabira is star baker. Second week in a row, right? Didn't she get Three in a week? row. Three in a row. Three in a row. Wow. So she is really hitting, has hit her stride and is like. Do you think she's going to win it? Sailing away. I feel like unless she totally just flops in the next couple. She, I, yeah. Has, I mean, she just she's seems really to in the be. Running. I was really like previously sort of seeing her and Yanish in neck and neck. But Yanish, the last couple weeks feels like he has sort of lost his edge. For whatever reason, he just has not been able to like get that last 10% the way it needs to be. Maybe he had always been that way, but it just wasn't showing up because they weren't as like critical during right. the earlier weeks, but his right. like always looked so good. Yep. Whereas Shabira feels like she's finally dialed in her flavors. She's figured out what needs to happen. And she like for her, the execution was always amazing. It was just that her flavors were like a little wayward. So now that she's dialed in her flavors, it feels like she is just running away with it. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. But I mean, she's it feels like she's on a different level. And then Maxie does go home, hmm. which I'm kind of surprised. If you had told me a couple of weeks ago, like, yeah, Maxie's not going to make it to the final. I've been like, yes, she is. But the last couple of weeks, she has slipped away and mm-hmm. lost her nerve. Mm-hmm. And Shabira just cries so much. <laughs> and Shabira is so sad. She's like, Maxie's my best friend in the tent. 
Oh, and so Shabir's like, I don't know whether to be happy or sad because she's happy she won Star Baker, but then she's like, oh, I don't want Maxie to leave. I know. Lots of emotions <laughs> so that makes me for sad. Shabira. Yeah, so many emotions. And then Maxie also- just like, I love her so much. Yeah, and I, you can tell like she has been stressed, and she's like, you know, I'm I'm sad to leave, but I'm also happy. It's been a good time. Like they all kind of say the same thing. Rarely do you have someone who's like, I can't believe I went home. This week was a was like a fluke. Why did they send me home? But also maybe that's just not a very English thing to say. Well, she even says to the judges, she's like, I had a really bad week. You know, yeah. she's like, it's it's fine. Like I'm sad, but I had a really r- rough week. And it's, I feel like this is not even really that much of an outlier to, for her. It has felt sort of like the way she's like the tr- the way she's been trending. She's kind of fallen off. Trending, yes, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Our final four bakers, Abdul, who people in the comments on Instagram were like, Abdul, he has yet to get a star baker. And he, he just has kind of floats yet to around like, and he really hangs on. <laughs> he's hanging on. And it's not even that he's hanging on by a thread. Like he kind of just surprises and like does really well on one challenge a week, kind of. Yep. And like enough, just enough to keep himself just in the game. Just enough to stay in it. That's how just you do it. That's how you're pruning that shit. I mean, I don't think he's going to win. Yeah. But, I, you know, I am kind of surprised he's still here. I think at this point, he could make it to the final because if Sandro shows up in the semifinal next week and like, totally tries yep. to do a hundred hundred things or if Yanish has a bad week like I will say the other thing about Abdul is I mean early on he had some bad weeks but it's been a while since he had a really bad week like a really he has yet bad to week, have like right. a really really good week he just hangs right in the middle right exactly yep. so he could you never know stay above the line because yeah. someone else is trying to overextend themselves yeah which is the perfect explanation mm-hmm. when we get to the finals here of like how you either stay in it or you go home you could have some really you high highs. You have to find that sweet spot. Really low lows. Of like, <laughs> yeah. You have to find the sweet spot of showcasing what you can do and being impressive without going over the line and doing more than you can handle and without falling below the line and being too basic or too messy. And knowing where everyone else is standing too. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I probably am not going to beat Shabira, but I just need to be better than these three. <laughs> I, yeah. It's like, you don't need to outrun the bear. You just need to outrun your friends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. I kind of think. I mean, definitely Shabira and the is going to the final, in my opinion. But I yeah cannot call which of the other I three is going to go home next week. I want to say Abdul is going to be in there just because he because totally. he's not a hot cold guy, and he's I feel not, like Yanush yeah. and Sandro could really teeter. So I'm going to say Shabira and Abdul are going to be one of the three, interesting, two interesting. of the three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Because I could also maybe Yanish and Sandro are going to like lock it up next week. They do have the ability to like take it to the next level, which is not something we've seen from Abdul. Right. So if all three of those people, if Shabira, Yanish, and Sandro show up fully yes. next week, Abdul doesn't have a Abdul's chance. Abdul's gonna. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But that's which not makes the it exciting because it's like I know it's really gonna be. It really does a feel like anybody's fighter. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So don't miss next week's episode to see who's going to the final. I can't believe it's already here. Thank you for listening. Please tell us what you think, what you thought about this episode, what you thought about our podcast. If you agree with all of our commentary, if you don't no, agree. actually don't tell us that. Just <laughs> <laughs> If you don't agree, tell us why you don't agree. And don't forget, you can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen to our other podcast. This is Joy and Claire, which comes out every Thursday. And thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next Saturday, bright and early. 
because of daylight savings, it will no longer be dark and early. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Until then, on your marks, get set, bake. bake. We're never gonna get it together. <laughs> <laughs>